Sport Tracks on SAFM. SAFM with John Karika. Let's have a look at the English Premier League. And I think VAR might be a, a spot of contention. Darren Murr is English Premier League analyst. Darren, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I believe you're a Spurs fan, so you've got one eye on the telly at the same time. Yeah, thank you, John, and good evening, everybody. I'm, uh, I know you mentioned the VAR incident. I'm absolutely delighted <laughs> that uh, the referee did rule that uh, the ball struck uh, Jesus's hand on the, in the area where, according to the rule nowadays, the ref basically has no option but to call, uh, call for, a, for a handball. So we got off the hook there and uh, very happily for that. So we still won the uh, 52 minutes into the second half. Let's stick with VAR for a while. What's There was a lot of talk towards the end of the last season, which was, what, a couple of weeks ago, uh, that yes. VAR was ruining the sport. What's the current standpoint? Yeah, so I think a lot of the, the ex-pros and certainly the people that I, I listen to and talk to in the UK are very are very disappointed with the way it's actually panning out and is maybe being applied. You know, I think there needs to be a little bit of flexibility as well. And um, sometimes referees don't really rest by thinking about the game. And they are so worried about the ramifications of, you know, analysing the VAR decisions and uh, getting criticism that it's actually ruining the game. Um, there, there were, there's been a number of incidents this season. I think we all know. Remember, there was that last minute penalty that uh, Manchester United got up at, uh, down at Brighton, rather on the south coast, a few, a few weeks ago. And it really is ruining the game. I, I think Jose Mourinho, my manager, said in a press conference a few weeks ago that he really uh, thinks back and he loves the game, but before the AR, before mm. there was all this interference. Yeah, well, he was the one who said that the game is now being run by people in an office kilometres away. Yeah, well, I mean, I often have a debate with uh, with a lot of people and uh, some people that are involved in the refereeing uh, fraternity that the game is actually being run from Stockley Park, where the VAR facilities are, and that who actually should be the, the referee? Is it the, the man on the pitch? Always at the the guys in the in the Stockley Park studio that are looking at the TV screens. Um, I mean, I'm glad actually my game tonight that the rest actually went to the the screen of the side of the pitch to yeah, look for himself yeah. because I think then you know you get clarity, John, in the sense that you don't want there to be controversy. Um, it was clearly a handball. Um, he gave the goal initially, so I think in, in tonight's game it probably worked properly. The rule, the law is that if the ball strikes you on the arm below the sleeve, it's a handball. So I think tonight it, it played itself out properly in this particular instance. But there's been so many other instances where you know it's ruining the game. <coughs> Excuse me, I just got a cough in my throat. Uh, let, let's talk about the league as a whole quickly. I'm an Everton yeah, fan, yeah. and there were five weeks of glory for Everton. Yes. Now they're where they should be, bottom uh, almost at the bottom Definitely, half of the table. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we, we fight relegation. It's a much more exciting match. than, than, than <laughs> This winning the yes. league thing is easy. Yes. Uh, Spurs on top, Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool, those top four are there. City, yes. uh, well, the, the matches to size, letting it down, Arsenal letting it down for it to be back the way one expected. Is it too early to look into that yet? I think it's definitely too early. The league probably only really takes shape when you get to the very busy Christmas period mm. towards the end of the year where there's a lot of games in a short space of time. So I think it is early, but I, you definitely can imagine and expect Chelsea will be there and thereabouts. Tottenham will be there and thereabouts. I'm very excited about what lies ahead for us this season, I must say, and we still won the up here on City. Um, Liverpool will definitely be, the, be in the equation, John. 
it's uh, it's definitely going to be a problem for them with the injuries that they've sustained. You know, at the back, Virgil van Dijk is an absolute mm. monster. And to have him out practically for the whole of the season, and now Salah's not playing tomorrow because he tested positive for COVID. So, Twice, yeah. uh, you know, I think you could find a very, it's really going to be an exceptionally exciting season. Leicester, I wouldn't be surprised if they can, no, they won't be one win the league, but, but they'll be in it. Chelsea, Tottenham, uh, but Manchester United, I think, will, will struggle. Liverpool are going to be there. Manchester City also. I think you're going to have the most phenomenally outstanding, exciting football season in the Premiership. I really do. Yeah, we, yeah. Any, I mean, it's it's not the Scottish League. You want a team to win. You don't want it to be yeah, like Formula yeah. One, where it's like, oh, okay, they've won it already, and there's there's six games to go. Absolutely. I think last season was, was quite disappointing. Um, yeah. You don't want Liverpool to run away with it like they did. Um, I remember when, when City played Tottenham in February, City Walks actually not even thinking about winning the league. Their focus yeah. was on the Champions League trying to win that trophy. And this was in February already where they basically had given up the league. Sure. That can't be right. You don't want that. Okay, You mentioned a lot of games, Darren Murr, and there are a lot of games. Things are being squeezed quite tightly because of the COVID's still playing over in Europe and and then there's the international competitions as well there, there are the substitutes but players are going to take strain they're going to there's been a call that this international break shouldn't have happened mm. there are too many matches and that's why so many people are getting injured there was a very short pre-season between the end of last and this current season and players just uh, are not fit they are being pushed very very hard and I think you might see that playing quite a role in who actually will win the big trophies this season because you have a couple of injuries to some key players in some some key positions. I mean, for instance, if we were to lose Harry Kane, for instance, that's an absolute disaster. Um, Liverpool have lost Van Dijk. Okay, that was a that was just a bad challenge. But you know, muscle injuries, hamstrings, groins, these types of things are going to happen, and it's going to it's going to be a big problem for certain teams. It's it's going to it's depth of squad. It's rugby stuff. Absolutely. There has been a call for there to be five substitutes in the Premier League, mm. like there was just after lockdown. There hasn't been a determination on that. I support that because as in Europe, in the Europa League, which you're talking about currently participating in, there are five subs. So it does give you a little bit of flexibility and you can rest certain players and rotate a little bit more. And mm. I'd love to see that come into the Premier League. All right, let's talk about the bottom of the table. Sheffield United, Burnley, West Brom, Fulham. Um, it, yeah. it is exciting to see that, but you don't want a team to be bouncing in and out, do you? No. I, I mean, Fulham, Fulham, I think, are almost dead certs to go back down again. Uh, they're such a cute little club. I've been, I've been to Craven Cottage quite a few times, and it's such an old, it's typical English football league ground, and it's right. so nice that they're in the Premier League. Um, but I, I just don't see them them lasting beyond the season again. Um, Sheffield United, they got the second season syndrome. I think I think they're going to be found out. Uh, it's it's hard down there, John. But you know, I'd like to see some of the promoted teams stay up because you want to see different teams uh, competing in the Premier League and not mm. the same the same suspects. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's the same as the top of the bottom, right? You want something different every single week, and that, that's what, that's why we love sport. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want it to be unpredictable. And, and also, you want the underdog to do well. I mean, I think it was fantastic last season how well Sheffield United did. I hope that Leeds actually have a great season. They've got a very, very good manager in Marcelo Bielsa, who uh, uh, really comes out of the, the new old, old boys' uh, stock and is typical of, of that type of football academy. And yes, they've led in a lot of goals. They probably have to tighten up and, uh, and look at their shape a bit. But you'd love a Leeds, for instance, to do very well. Big club, 
back in the Premier League, uh, play it the right way. It would be fantastic if they were to stay up. Just quickly, we, we've got to take an ad break in a second, but just to get your view, you talk about old school managers there. At the moment, yes. I mean, there's always been generations of managers, but you've got the old school managers, the Jones Mourinho and some of the old guys, and then you've got the new players. Uh, Chelsea's, I forget his name, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard, uh, yeah. is in there as well. You've got this new breed of managers. Who's winning that battle at the moment? Um, well, I think Jurgen Klopp, I think he's seen as a new breed of, uh, of manager. Okay. Um, Maurizio Pochettino, who was a top one, is absolutely fantastic. So he's a, an ex-player who was a top player, played for Argentina at the 2002 World Cup. Um, he's going to get back into the game in a very, very big job. But th- those are your new style type managers. I suppose you could even call Pep your new age manager, even though he's, he's been around quite a long time. Yeah. But certainly for Jose, people are saying he's finished because he's been around so long and he, he doesn't really adapt to the modern type of game. But there's still a place for those managers because, look, he's, he's doing very well at Tottenham still. Okay, my guest is Darren Moe. We're going to talk a little bit more about the English Premier League in a moment. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Darren Murr, English Premier League independent analyst, joining us. Darren, uh, Liverpool against Leicester tomorrow. Is that a, that's probably one of the big games this weekend. Yeah. Um, that's going to be very important for, for both teams if they have aspirations of, of pushing right at the top of the league. Jamie Vardy is an absolute wonder. You know, 34 years old and his pace, he still outruns all of the younger central defenders <laughs> that he comes up against, John. That's going to be a great game. And that's going to be a test for Liverpool to see how they're going to cope in the big games without their first choice back four, mm. without Salah tomorrow. Probably may even look at tinkering at their formation. Um, probably would give Diego Jota uh, a start. They probably would be compelled to. Very nice game. Tasty. Typical um, good late afternoon English uh, Premier League game or for a Sunday night. And let's talk about Arsenal for a while. Doing well in Europe at the, the group stage of Europa, but struggling a little in yeah. the league. What's happening? Yeah, you know, I think their problem is its consistency. Um, Mikel Arteta is very true to Arsenal's style and Arsenal's foundation of playing the Arsenal way out from the back. But they probably don't have the squad to do it week in, week out. So they're backing with consistency. So some weeks they'll, they'll really look great. You think to yourself, gee, you know, Arsenal are going to be a contender. And then they'll, they'll let you down like, like they had in the last few league games. So I, uh, I think the jury's out on Arsenal... If they were to make top four and get into the Champions League, they've had a superb season. Sure. But I still think they're a few transfer windows away from really, from really getting it right. But the good news for them and for, for their fans, I think they've got the right manager. He's an ex-Arsenal player. He knows the club inside out. And, and, and watch out for them in the, you know, in the next probably season or so. They need a few more windows. They need a few more good midfield players to be able to play the way that they want to play. Uh, it might sound silly, but they have no draws. They've got four wins and four losses. Yeah. So like you said, they're, yeah. they're blowing hot and cold. Yeah, they're blowing hot and cold. And primarily it's because of the way that Mikel Arteta likes to play. And he knows that they don't really have the squad that he needs. And they need someone in midfield who can hold it, someone that can allow the other players like their forward players to, to make forward runs and get in behind the defenders. And also, midfield uh, uh, players like they had in the old days with the TM Vieira, um, that type of combination. Hard man, organiser, and then someone with a bit of flair who can release the ball and, and play through the lines. They probably don't have that quite yet. OK, you're not allowed to say that Spurs are going to win, Darren Moore. Who's going to win the English Premier League? 
Okay, so if I if I have to be absolutely <laughs> neutral, and you you've you've uh, told me that I'm, uh, and you're probably right. I'm, I'm, I must come across I must come across as not being biased. I think it would be difficult to bet against City or Liverpool sure. simply because of their track record and their their squads. Um, it, it has to probably be one of those two, but don't expect a surprise. Of of like oh, there we go, and they just scored another and goal. In fact, there. there we go. As we speak, Giovanni Lacelso, uh, who comes from a very comes from the area very very close from where Pochettino is from in Argentina, uh, has just scored the second goal for Tottenham. So there we go. Spurs two, Manchester City nil, and that's my guest Darren Murr. Thank you very much, English Premier League independent analyst Thanks, Darren Murr, joining us here on Sport Tracks. Music to get us up to the news at nine.